Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, got a special chat today with Bocco. Most of you would know him from Instagram, at Bocco6. Uh, he's been doing a lot of hype videos over the last few years for young prodigies coming out of the rugby union schoolboy system. A lot of guys that have now landed in the NRL, Joseph Suwali being one that went huge, one of his videos. Uh, when he was a teenager himself, he got picked up by the NRL off the back of doing those videos uh, to get a job in their social media side. And his story's been really interesting. Off the back of talking to Darrell Yao Yay about these sort of things the other day, about how he's sort of changing up at the Broncos. Uh, just watching Bocco, he lives in my local area. He's a guy I've been keeping an eye on for a while. Uh, he's done a little bit of work with YKTR. He's obviously worked for the NRL. He's done a lot of things and a lot of his schoolboy highlight videos have gone massive on social media and on YouTube. A uh, guy I've spoken to here and there occasionally, but it was really good to have him on to have a chat about his journey. He's recently been employed by the Parramatta Eels, so he's joined their social media team and if you go right now, if you go on Instagram and you go and look at the Paramount Eels and you go and see some of the videos and some of the new content they've been putting out this year, Bocco, he's the guy behind all of these. And hearing him talk about them has been really interesting. He's a guy that he takes inspiration from competitions and leagues over in America, over in Europe, from all over the world. And some of these hype videos he's been creating have been sensational. Some of the content coming out of Parramatta has been brilliant. They're always a side that I always look at their social media to see what they're doing. It's always interesting. It's always engaging. And Bocco, he's played a prominent role behind all these things. If you want to have a look at his Instagram, at Bocco6, B-O-C-K-O-6. If you want to have a look at the Parramatta Eagles page, go to their Instagram, have a look at some of these videos he's been creating. He did one the other night off the back of Parramatta's win where he was in the sheds with them and he recorded their team song in. You know, normally we see it from a wide lens where you can see the whole team in a circle. This one, it feels like you're right there. And I think this is the sort of content that we're going to have moving forward in rugby league. This is a guy for me that's laying a path for how social media is going to change in rugby league because it is just so important. Here's his story. He's a champion fella. Bocco, welcome on, mate. What's doing? Hey, mate. Excited to be here. Mate, it's been a long time coming. We, we've been chatting for a little while, and it's been an exciting uh, 18 months or so for you, hasn't it? Yes, it's uh, been a bit of a roller coaster. I guess I'm 
all of rugby league has, right? Like with the, all the COVID stuff. So I guess everyone can sort of relate to, to the rollercoaster we've had in the, in the last 18 months. For sure. And mate, obviously a lot of people would know you from Instagram at Bocco6. Uh, when did the account start, mate? Uh, I started back in September 2016, I think. So it's been a while. Um, I, I was initially posting like NRL highlights and then uh, obviously I was ripping all their content. So got a bit of strife for that. But now I've sort of shifted my focus to promoting all the schoolboy talent and, and some of the guys that don't really get featured on, on like your big, you know, like your big boppers like Channel 9, Fox League and all that. So uh, giving a voice to the to the younger group and um, people seem to love that stuff because it's, I mean, you can't really see it anywhere else and it's entertaining and exciting and yeah, I'm glad I'm a part of it. Now, mate, obviously uh, to, to most people, the, the date that you just gave when you started wasn't that long ago, but I think what people don't realise is how young you are. How old were you when you started that account? So 2016, I would have been 15 years old when I first started. So <laughs> oh, wow. I was quite young. Um, I'm 19 now, just to put that in perspective. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's been a been a bit of experience under me for, for being so young. But um, yeah. I guess that's it. <laughs> uh, mate, I guess when you mentioned, obviously, the NRL picking up on you using some of their footage, they are quite strict with it. Uh, they have been strict on it for quite some time. Uh, and eventually, they would take you under under their wing. If you can't beat them, join them, right? <laughs> yeah, that's sort of how it was. So um, when I was posting these fan videos, they kind of reached out to me and they're like, we really love your work. Um, I was still in year 11 at the time in, in high school. And um, they said, come do some work for us. And uh, I mean being year 11, 15 year old kid and the NRL asking you to do some work for them. You're pretty excited. And uh, I had a lot of fun that year is creating some content for them. And I mean, I couldn't post on my own Instagram. So I guess it's nice posting it on there and it's still getting to do what I love. Um, but yeah, I just worked, worked there doing that work experience and then finally paid off with a, a little casual gig. Um, and then rolling into year 12, still casual. And then the year after that, I actually went to um, uni for six weeks and I had the decision between uh, working at the NRL or going to uni and I sort of took the NRL gig and ran with it, uh, which was a bit of a risk, but it ended up paying off. Uh, I got put on full time and um, yeah, it was pretty much just like managing the Instagram account there, uh, posting videos, posting content, uh, same with the Facebook, Twitter, all that all that stuff. So um, it was a good experience. Uh, we had a we had a good team there and my whole my whole goal there was just to learn off people right like learn off people that have been doing it for a long time like i was pretty fresh to the game so um, i got a lot out of it it was it was a great experience mate obviously over the last few years you know i've heard isaac john talk about it a lot gary v is obviously huge on it moving away from that tertiary sort of education that university isn't the only path i imagine is there family members and friends that probably raised a couple of eyebrows at you when you threw uni away after six weeks yeah, it was a, it was a tough one. Like I, I can't remember too much, um, like what the sort of response was. My, my parents are always very supportive of my decisions and, and, and my friends, but um, at the same time, I guess um, uh, my work was kind of showing at the NRL that that they were happy with it, and, and it was something that I could sort of secure in the long term. Um, so that was always kind of there, but uh, yeah, obviously leaving me gonna raise a few eyebrows and. I guess off the back of like the Gary V stuff, you got to sort of defy all that and and um, run with it yourself and sort of prove your worth with, with what, what you're doing with your work. So um, that's kind of what I did. Mate, I imagine when you first got that that message from the NRL, you must have thought it was your mate's doing up or something, wouldn't you? <laughs> that, that would be my first thought. I'm getting a special done on me here. I got a I got a funny story behind that. So I actually, I was in school when I got the email. <laughs> I was in my <laughs> business studies class and, 
I was showing all my mates, like, come on, boys, look at this. Like, surely it's not a G up. Like, it says NRL in my email. And um, my business studies teacher was like, nah, you're making too much rubbish. She kicked me out of the classroom. <laughs> I got kicked out of the class and um, I got a full-time job off the back of it. So I'll stick it to her, but... <laughs> That's unreal. Nah, it was, it was um, yeah, nah, it, was, it felt like a J-up and then it finally paid off. So yeah, very, very grateful for it. Mate, uh, once you were at the NRL, was there any mention to them that they'd, they'd obviously taken down a heap of your gear previously and stuff? Like, did you ever have that conversation? It must've been a, a bit of a lunchroom laugh, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was, oh, it was a tricky one because, um, I mean, I, I just kind of, like, I, I got told a lot about it and obviously the importance behind all the, I mean, the broadcasters and all that. So it was a tricky one with, with the whole vision situation. Um, I was in a lucky position that I was still making stuff for the NRL, um, but there was a lot of, obviously, kids that, that, that got taken down off the back of it. So, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, it was, it was, there was some serious chats in the back end about it and I guess like must have been fun for a teenager yeah I I mean it's tough it's a tough one obviously but um yeah I I was lucky I was able to transition into the schoolboy stuff and 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 feature that side of things because I mean it's a it's a platform where um no one's no one's really in that space right showing off the schoolboys and I I encourage a lot of people to to get more into it and and when all that NRL takedown stuff happened I, I was trying to help kids out and be like this is this is what we can move towards we can we can help kids here but I don't know. It seems to be more relaxed now. It's a lot more kids are posting NRL highlights again. And I don't know, it's, it's pretty good. Like you see the NBA, the way they do it. And uh, I think we can really take a step from some of the sports in America, like the NBA and NFL and the digital space. So um, I, I'd love to see more of it, to be honest, the highlights on Instagram and stuff again. And I think it's happening. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Mate, it, it yeah. seems to me to be happening. We, we're becoming more and more Americanized. And I, I think it's fantastic what you're doing at the Eels. I, I think the Penrith Panthers, they took giant steps last year. I mean, you yeah, were just yeah, saying yeah. stuff that you would have never even imagined in years gone past. Like like the, 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 just the really simple stuff, them playing basketball at lunchtime. Like people want to see that shit. It, it matters, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a different angle, right? Like, yeah. you don't want to see all the all the new stuff you see on TV, Channel 9 and all that. Um, there's an audience for it, but on, in the digital space, it's completely different, right? Like, all the this younger generation is coming through and they're growing up with iPads and iPhones. And um, you, you really want to show that angle. Uh, it's more uh, lifely sort of angle. It's a, it's a different, different side of the players, right? Like, them playing basketball, you would never see that anywhere yep. else except for Instagram or Facebook. So that's definitely the direction we need to take in the social landscape. And and it's good with pages like the Panthers and um, Roosters, Titans doing that documentary. It's it, it's great. And it's, I mean, we encourage more and more of it in the, in the NRL. Mate, just from hearing your story quickly and seeing the things that you've done and from the few conversations I've had with Isaac, John, I, I imagine he must have absolutely loved you and your story, what you've done. This is right up his alley. Yeah, Isaac's awesome. He um he took me under his wing for a bit when the when uh, I got redundant at the NRL. But um yeah, no, he's he's really good. I, I love what he's doing at YKTR. Him and Lukey uh, Jackson there now as well. Um, they're they're really laying down a good a good sort of path for um, the NRL digital space. And um, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's he's been a big inspiration for all of those guys. Have but Lukey as well. Um, yeah, I'm very close with them. And yeah, I pre- appreciate everything they've done for me. Mate, take me to last year. COVID breaks. Uh, we, we start to realise it's the real deal. Uh, jobs are in, you know, Barney Rubble last year, yours in particular. Tell me how it unfolded for you. Uh, so, obviously, tricky situation. You, you hear a lot of it in the media. But um, 
a, a lot of people were in the situation last year where they're on stand down for work. And um, I mean, there was a lot of uncertainty sort of going about. And um, yeah, that, that, that sort of end of September period, uh, I got told that I was actually going to be made redundant. Um, and I, I mean, I, I wasn't too sure. I didn't really know anything else because NRL was sort of what I, I mean, grew up on. And it's after, like I let uni go for that. So um, I wasn't too sure what my what direction I would be taking. And I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to work uh, with No Limit for the Mark Hunt and the Paul Gallon fight. And um, it was pretty much just a blessing in disguise, eh? Because doing that was taking me out of my comfort zone and, and I learned so much in it. And I'm grateful for it because everything that I learned there, I'm applying today and it's making me better at, at what I do. So, um, look, I didn't get the worst end of the stick, but at the same time, um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things, right? Like you, you, you never know what to expect until it happens. And then um, it, it could pay off, it could not. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful for where I am now off the back of everything. Mate, tell me about your time you spent with Mark Hunt. Obviously, so well respected in sport in Australia, especially. Tell me about him. <laughs> he's a he's a funny little character. Um, yeah, he's, he was awesome. He, he had a really good camp um, for that fight. Um, they were always very welcoming to to us going there and creating content for him. Um, but in particular, there's uh, a sort of mentor for my, for me during that period was uh, Jero or Stay Fresh Media. If you guys want to look him up on Instagram. Um, he's awesome. He, he's sort of in the boxing digital space and um, he, he really sort of encourages that raw factor um, in video content. So he's sort of showing just like them hitting pads and, and it's, you just hear the hitting of the pads and it's like, you know, it's just an angle you don't really see anywhere else. So um, it was good sort of getting that access to Mark Hunt and, and uh, Paul Gallen as well was awesome um, because it's more like a one-on-one rather than you're doing a whole team at the NRL. It's just, you're just focusing on the one person. So it was a lot easier. Um, but yeah, Mark, Mark was really cool. I was a, a fanboy to do every time I saw his stargazed. <laughs> Can't blame you. Mate, yeah. when that, you know, as that fight was was coming, uh, did did you feel like you knew who was going to win that? Or did you feel like you had any more insight to the average person from seeing behind the scenes? <laughs> you do a little bit, right? Like you, you see them all trained. Um, but I don't know how, like... I didn't really see it from the outside perspective, right? Like I yeah. was, I was always in sort of the camps and all that. Um, so I, I don't know what it was look, looking like on the outside with all the coverage we were giving, but it, it could have been the same. It could have been less. It could have been more. Like I just, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, no, it, it was cool. It was, it was a really unreal experience. Something different, right? It takes it all up. So um, yeah. I'm not sure if I had more or less. <laughs> Mate, was there a moment between getting made redundant by the NRL and no limit coming along? Was there a period of time where you sort of went, geez, uni degree would be handy at the moment or not? Did you have, was there any moments where there was a couple of regrets? There was a few people saying, I told you so or anything? Uh, not not really. Um, it, 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 all, it did all happen quite quick. I think it was about a week or two weeks in between. So I was, I was quite fortunate, but um. Yeah, there was a bit of time where I was like, well, maybe I do need to go back to uni. And I was a bit hesitant, but I mean, if it came down to that, I was, I'm lucky because of my age, I guess. I can sort of go back when, whenever I want. Um, but then again, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can always go back and, and sort of study. So um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as it could be, I guess I'd say. And mate, after the, uh, the no limit contract there, uh, once again, were you sort of left in the wilderness? What was the go? Well, no, I think I think they actually wanted to keep me on, but um, I, I got a I, I saw the opportunity at Eels and um, I, I applied for it and I was lucky enough to get the position and 
Um, I, I did it just because I miss rugby league so much, right? Like, I, I was around it all the time, and Parramatta Hills is like a pretty respectful club. Um, they got a great reputation and obviously the history here. Um, so, I, I mean, I took the opportunity and, and got here, and um, yeah, it was a bit sad leaving No Limit just because I had such a great experience there. But then again, I, I miss footy so much, and I, I wouldn't change it for anything um, where I am now. <laughs> Matey, are you a Parramatta Eels fan or was there a different side you went for as a kid? Uh, well, I can tell you who you look like. You, you look like one certain fan to me, but who do you go for? <laughs> I'm a Gold Coast Titans fan. Oh, I wouldn't so. have picked that. Jesus, okay. I, I, thought, I thought you might say Roosters. No, I was definitely going to say Roosters, mate. Sweater around the neck. It's down to a T. <laughs> <laughs> very good. No, I'm, yeah, that's very random. I grew up a Manly fan for a bit. Um, I'm not a Melee fan anymore, just disclaimer. <laughs> um, when the Titans got introduced, so it was a shiny club to me. I, I was very young and I was like, oh, the colours look cool. Preston Campbell was cool. And I grew up a Titans fan, but um, being here now, it's it's hard to go past sort of being an Eels fan. I, I don't know what, the, what I'm going to do when the two teams play each other. It's, it's going to be hell for me. But yeah, <laughs> Gold Coast Titans. Mate, it is one thing that I remember when the Titans came in. I thought their branding was fantastic. The colours were brilliant. The jerseys were great. I remember would have been the 06 grand final. They all walked in holding surfboards with the Titans. I thought the way they kicked off their franchise, the optics were fantastic for that club. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was awesome. I, I don't remember much of it. I was quite young, but um, that, that's kind of what caught me right. Was the, they had a few big-name signings there, like Scotty Prince and Preston Campbell and... Um, that's kind of what attracted me to the club. And I, I don't know, I think even the, the idea of it being on the Gold Coast, um, obviously you have some good experiences there when you're a kid at Movie World and Dream World. And I don't know, it's, it's a random one for me. Um, but, I thought uh, you were going to say yeah, schoolies for a second. Continue. <laughs> no, no, I didn't go to schoolies. Oh. I, uh, I imagine a lot of Titans fans come off the back of that. So. <laughs> um, no doubt. Yeah, no, uh, Titans is... Is a random one, <laughs> very random one. So, mate, how did the uh, how did the Parramatta job come up? Obviously, you'd been working the NRL, quite a broad umbrella there. All sixteen clubs doing uh, social content there. How did the Parramatta job come about for you? Um, also, it was obviously just advertised like any other regular job. Um, I, I'm lucky enough because I sort of had contacts here off the back of my NRL job. Um, so I, I just kind of applied for it, took a shot, and and it paid off. Like I, I must have done well in the interview or something. But, um, yeah, I, I made it here, and um, yeah, in my position now is in the digital marketing team, and it's it's been good. Like it's been a crazy experience. Um, just it's it's a lot different to the NRL in terms of you get a lot more access, like to the to the players and stuff. So because they're obviously here every day, just walk out, get photos of them training or something. Um, and yeah, it's kind of kind of yeah. I just applied for it and <laughs> walked in the front door, <laughs> mate. Uh, obviously, before we started talking, you said that you came from Bank West today. Tell me, what did your day look like today? You knew you were going to Bank West. I saw Mike Sivo tag you in a thing, taking some photos on the sideline. How does that, you know, from when you arrive at Bank West, what does your day look like? Um, also, I did actually. I actually come here um, in the morning, uh, which is the Eels head office out here uh, in Kellyville. Um, I come here first thing um, uh, if there's any video content uh, something I worked on today was actually Sean Lane's 50th is coming up this weekend um, so I cut that video up this morning and then I uh, find out you know like we've got a shoot with Micah today at Bankwest Stadium so uh, 1230 I'll go out to Bankwest Stadium for a couple of hours um, we'll, do, we'll do like a little feature piece with Micah uh, and then come back to the office pretty much and then cut all that up and I mean that's, that's pretty unique I'm not 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't make worse every day, but um, my days will look different depending on the week ahead, right? So if we've got a home game, you know, our main focus will be to sell tickets, which is, you know, like just marketing 101. But if it's a away game, you know, you want to sort of create that hype and, and get Eagles fans excited to tune in, tune into our socials even, because um, they obviously can't come to the game. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it differs week to week, but um, I'm still sort of, I'm finding my feet here because we're so early on in the rounds. Um, but yes, it, it's been fun. It's, it's, it's a good challenge. So, mate, when you, uh, I've noticed obviously on the Parramatta page, there's been a couple of these hype videos coming out the last two or three weeks that you've made, little clips from training with some music in the background. Mate, are the players aware that you're there that day? Because I imagine there's a few of them that would uh, want to be looking their best, maybe do a couple of <laughs> extra gym sessions before they run out there. <laughs> yeah, some good ones. If you, if you get their shirts off, I won't name names. But, um, no, the, the boys are awesome. They're, they're really good. They get behind the content. Um, they're always supportive. If they see cam- the camera on them or something, they'll, they'll chuck a smile or like a thumbs up or something. It's always good. Um, but yeah, they, they all get around. And I guess my, my first sort of thing coming in here was like, if I make something cool for the boys, like I'm sort of in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the, the first thing I did was make a training video like that. And then um, kind of went from there. But obviously that kind of stuff, I take a lot of inspiration from like your sports centers and the ESPNs and, and, and all those kind of um, sports in America. So um, yeah, I, I think we need to bring more of that into the into the NRL space, which looks like it's finally happening and, and is good. Without a doubt. Bocco, tell me, if you had to pick one Parramatta Eels player that loves the camera more than any other, who would it be? <laughs> I, I want a name. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I would go with Maddo. <laughs> I was going to say, it has to rhyme with Schmein Schmadison, doesn't it? He yeah, seems to I, love I it. Love him. He's, he's awesome. Matt is really cool, but um, yeah, he, he loves the camera, old mate. <laughs> what about uh, what about the captain, Clint Gutherson, mate? What's he been like as a bloke and a, and a leader around the club? Gutherson's awesome. He's he's always out there shouting orders to the boys, and he's a he's a great leader. Like he always knows what to say, um, and he, he's even great with us, right? Like he's if we ever needed something, like he'll always be on the forefront and and sort of take care of us. So he's he's your traditional leader, like, and and it kind of shows that. That's why he's captain of the club. So, um, yeah, no, Guffer's been awesome. But all, all the boys really, I feel like we've got a great group out here and it's, um, yeah, it helps us, makes our job a lot better. If, if the boys are doing well on the field, the, the rest of the business is doing well. And I guess that kind of speaks for itself. So, yeah. Have you had much to do with uh, Brad Arthur at all, mate? Um, yeah, BA's pretty cool. He's, he'll come about and, and chat to us. Um, yeah, he's, he's pretty much like just another ordinary staff member here it's it's kind of bizarre right like you, you you starstruck at first with these guys and then you know a week in and you're working with them day to day so um yeah it's i mean it's completely professional it's just like running a business and um yeah I, you don't really see too much of it in the media it's it's completely different but uh when you're around it every day it's kind of just becomes a normal to you mate without blowing smoke up your ass you must be happy with you know, the changes you are making in rugby league. This is something that I've spoken about on my podcast for a long time. Ice has been talking about it for ages. Like, in order for memberships to go up, for more people to go to games, for more people to love rugby league, we need to be nailing this social media. And for me, I look at rugby union 
And essentially, outside of the videos you've been making, you see nothing on Union social media. Like to, to me, there, there's a prime example there of the way that we could go and the way that we need to go. I think it's really exciting what we're seeing. Yeah, it's there's a massive shift in focus away from your standard television and radio onto social media now. And um, the NRL is just taken over the AFL and um, like Instagram followers last year. And now it's, that was like, that was only just last year. And now there are a hundred thousand followers difference. And, and, and you don't really see much AFL content the, the way that the yeah. NRL is doing it. So um, it's important. We keep sort of, I mean, taking on this almost, I don't want to say like American influence because we'll put our own spin on it, but um, obviously it is very influenced by, by America. And um, yeah, just, just take that and keep running with it because it's obviously working right now. And then and we're, we're killing it. So <laughs> it's good for our sport. Mate, obviously, I imagine you must have a lot of inspiration for the work that you do for the videos you make. Are you looking more NBA, NFL, the NHL? What what sort of stuff do, do you focus on in America to try and get inspiration from? Uh, I kind of take a bit from everywhere. I think uh, Bleacher Report's great, but they, they get a lot of freelancers on there. So I, I just follow a lot of pages on my Instagram and I kind of use it as like a resource tool, right? Like it, it's more like an education tool. So I'll set my following up just so it's accounts that I want to see and and, and get inspiration from so other editors design graphic designers just people in social media in general uh, and i'll just scroll through and and just get inspiration from that but it's all many different sports right like they're all doing nfl they're doing nba they're doing nhl and um uh, just because america is such a big place that they've got so much talent over there and um yeah it's it's good it's lucky that we can we can sort of follow in their footsteps almost but um yeah, well, one day we'll, we'll obviously want to overtake them. I don't know how possible that is, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll put our own spin on it and we'll, we'll, we'll just keep making cool stuff. Mate, is there one team from world sport in particular that you look at and you go, that's the benchmark for how they do their socials? Uh, there's probably a couple. So I think the big name would be the Sacramento Kings in the NBA. A lot of people look at their social pages and, and they kill it. Like I get some inspiration from them. Um, and even it, like you can pretty much just mimic sort of the content they're doing because it's it's not really being focused here in in Australian sports. So um, Sacramento is great. The Carolina Panthers are another great one to look at. Um, Golden State Warriors are pretty good too. So uh, there's a few there, but um, yeah, we, we just need more eyes on them <laughs> and then bring it over here. Yeah, for sure. And mate, obviously it's a lot easier with the audience they've got. I mean. Here you are in a Sydney club. That there's nine other teams in Sydney. There's only what six or seven million people here. It's a it's, it's a tough equation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's it's obviously a completely different ball game, right? But um, yeah. It's it's we we look at the stuff they're doing in America, and and, and we just got to put our own spin on it and sort of um, tailor it to our audience. So um, yeah, it's it, it's a challenge that 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 we overcome as a sport as a collective, and um. I'm actually keen to start working with some more, you know, NRL clubs um, collaboratively. So, I mean, it was a social team work with the Brisbane social team or, or something like that. I feel like we can make some great content off the back of that. So hopefully that's something we look at in the future. Mate, it sounds like something to me that I think the old school NRL heads, they would be very cautious of doing stuff like that. But I think, I, I think they need, you know, young minds like yours in there that are, that are willing to think that way. I mean, no. Would you be thinking like that example there, Brisbane Parramatta, would you be thinking that the week they play Brisbane or, or, or just in general? What, what what would be your thought process behind it? Probably like a week they play or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that's literally just something I've come up with then. But um, 
I mean, you got to take these risks, right, and, and see if they pay off. And if it doesn't, you just go back to the drawing board, look at it, and, and see what didn't work, what would, what did work. And um, yeah, that's that's. You, I mean, you're going to learn from your mistakes, right? You're not going to get everything perfect. And uh, I mean, people will judge you on it, but at the end of the day, it's what really matters to you and and the best outcome you can get out of it. So, I mean, yeah, we just. I feel like we just got to take more risks here. <laughs> Mate, can I ask you, uh, obviously you're, you're lucky, you're at the Parramatta Eels, uh, they're going to be pretty successful this year, they've got a fantastic squad, good coach, they'll always be there and thereabouts. Uh, with your hype videos and everything, are you ever worried that, you know, if the Parramatta Eels aren't going too well, that there is still that old school sort of approach in rugby league by a lot of media and whatnot that, oh, look at them, they're not doing well, they're putting out videos with songs and dancing and Blake Ferguson's giggling and laughing, like there is still unfortunately that in the media in Australia, how, how, how do you deal with that sort of stuff? Like, have you thought that through in the future, how it's going to go down? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, like, mate, it, it's ridiculous. It. We're even having this conversation, but unfortunately it, it is the reality in rugby league, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I, 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 I'm, you, you got to sort of be sort of street smart about it with social. Like you're obviously not going to put a, a, a hype video up after the boys got flogged like 50 nil or something that they touch wood, but, but, but the week before, right. You, you just got to be logical about it. And, and everything you're putting on social just has to reflect the way the boys are performing on the field. So, I mean, I'm lucky I haven't really experienced that yet, but, but when it comes up, you sort of know what to put up and what not to. It's just, it's just that common sense, right? At the end of the day. So, um, yeah, I, I, hopefully it doesn't happen. I hopefully we Fingers crossed. Game, but, <laughs> I mean, that's not realistic, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, you play it by ear and, um, yeah, just use a bit of common sense and logic behind it. Mate, uh, did you play footy yourself when you were growing up? Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't great. Um, uh, I grew up playing, and I played at the um, St. Charles, obviously St. Charles Juniors. Um, I played for Coromel Cougars and then the Collingwood Cougars. So I played at three clubs. Um, switched around a bit. I played uh, winger, centre, fullback, and then I snapped my Achilles actually at, at fullback. And um, when I came back, I played second row, and I, I just I wasn't too good. So I had one year, and um, yeah, I haven't really played since. But I play Oz Tag every now and then, and it's good fun. It's, yeah, love footy. <laughs> Awesome, mate. Uh, mate, I appreciate you, you you coming on. The last thing I want to ask you, um, five years from now, what's Bocco doing? What, what are you going to be by, by then? 24? Fucking ridiculous. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, what's Bocco at age 25 doing? What's the, I want to say end goal, but you're still going to be so young then. How, how do you see it playing out over the next few years? What are your goals? Uh, look, I, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to find a pair of socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's... um. I don't know. I, I love what I'm doing now. And um, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect to be where I am five years ago. Uh, if you told me five years ago, I was working at the Parramatta Eagles, I'd, I'd tell you, crazy. I was still in school. So um, yeah, I, I'm grateful for it, for the opportunities that come up, but um, yeah, I'm just continually looking to grow and expand and, um, you know, keep taking over. So um, CEO in five years. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, if the, uh, it must be exciting for you being at a good team that you're at, like, Fingers crossed, if they can make it all the way this year, get to a grand final, my God, wouldn't that be a whirlwind week for you? There would just, like, the amount of content you could make out of that would be scary. Yeah. Oh, that's the dream. I was watching the, the Storm stuff um, in the last year and all the previous years, and, and it looks like so much fun. So, um, go para. Hopefully, you have a good year. And, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the ride, the roller coaster. Awesome. Mate, I congratulate you on everything you've achieved in. Your 18 year, your one year of being an adult, I honestly can't believe it. It's awesome, mate. Uh, a story that I'm sure a lot of young rugby league fans, a lot of guys that are 
you know, on YouTube, on Instagram. Now I, I, I see new pages starting every day and, you know, your, yours was exactly the same a few years ago. It's exciting, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And uh, I encourage every, every kid out there to, to do their kid, do their best. And um, oh, I'd love to see more and more clubs getting involved and taking them on and, and bringing them into this space. Cause that's what we really need. We need these kids that are taking the initiative on Instagram and, and we need them to be creating content for our amazing sport and making it look better. So, um, yeah, nice. Keep doing your thing, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the last thing I'll ask you, obviously you, you've done a lot of hype videos for Rugby Union schoolboys. Uh, which one's been your favourite, mate, that you've done? Oh, it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, I mean, the, the Suwali videos are yeah. pretty cool just because he, his highlights kind of speak for themselves. But um, sort of edit-wise, oh, I don't know. No, I won't go with the union one just because I can't think off the top of my head. But um, one of the best videos I sort of made was that that best of Sunny Bill Williams video yeah. when I was at the NRL. It's that was awesome to make. We we used so much like, unused sort of high definition footage, and um, it was really cool. It's cool throwback, good nostalgia factor there. Mate, it must be awesome for you for a guy like him. You know, with the stature he holds in rugby league, I imagine that that video must have been viewed a few hundred thousand times. I'm, I'm sure you, you'd know the numbers. That must be an amazing yeah. feeling for you. I think I think he retweeted it. So I'll oh, who's counting though? <laughs> no, it was, was really cool. That'd be my favorite. That'd, that'd top of this. Bocco, mate, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll have to have you on at the back end of the season to see how all the social content's coming along, mate. Hopefully, the game it is about to change, and you're going to be sitting in the front seat. Very exciting. Yeah, awesome, mate. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.